Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. This is Catherine Best Gordon, and today's episode is How to Get Stronger and Leaner so that you can do more good things. I want to wish you a happy new year. Now that might seem a little bit odd. I'm recording this on March the 21st, which is the second day of spring, and it is the day after the spring equinox. For many years now, I have considered this my new year. And this is not that unusual. A number of different societies and cultures do start their new year at the beginning of spring, at the spring equinox, with spring cleaning and with the growing season. And I like the idea of this as the growing season because for many years I realized that I have been attempting to diminish myself instead of grow. Let me explain. Many of you may know that I have struggled with over overweight and then struggled with obesity starting at childhood and then obesity starting in my late 30s. And I was able to overcome it by eliminating sugar, grains, and the ineffective types of exercise that I was doing. This is the Sugar Freedom Show, so I think that you can assume that we are going to be talking about a sugar-free lifestyle. But what I am going to be talking about today is this concept of solutions should be as simple as possible, but no simpler. And this is really at the heart of sugar freedom and also at the heart of Catherine training. Catherine Gordon training is my method that I've developed to make sure that we're doing the kinds of exercises that give us the strength and the help and the self-confidence that we need to go out into the world and do the things that we want to do in terms of our dreams and our purpose and follow our life path. I want to start the show today with some very practical matters. So if the goal is to make our solution for getting stronger and leaner and more vital, if the goal is to keep it as simple as possible, we need to, in my opinion, create an eating strategy and a training strategy that is going to work for us and we need to know that it's working and we need to be able to adhere to it. So let me start with the eating Some of you may have the Sugar Freedom program, and I want to encourage you to get it if you don't have it. It's at sugarfreedom.com. It's only $19, and uh, it has been proven, and it does work. But even if you don't want to get the program, here is the simplest breakdown to how I do it. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. At breakfast, at the beginning, on the sugar strike, this is the simplest part of the program, and it is one one protein, one fat, and one vegetable, and these are generally vegetables that grow above the ground. At lunch, you have one protein, one fat, a salad, and a cooked vegetable. And then at dinner, you have a protein, a fat, a salad, and a cooked vegetable, or two cooked vegetables. And the extras are simply salsa, that doesn't have any sugar sugar in it, and bone broth or vegetable broth if you're a vegetarian. That is how simple it is. You figure out your protein needs 
there are a couple of different ways that you can do it. The, the standard RDA is um, a gram of protein, actually point a gram of protein for just about every kilogram of your body weight. So if you're listening to this in the U.S. and say you weigh 120 pounds, that's, you know, around 60 kilograms. So it would be around 60 grams of protein a day. And actually, I think that number might be 0.8, but for our purposes, let's just do it one-to-one to make it easier. So you could Google, you could put your, you could Google your weight, ask what it is in kilograms, and then figure once you get that about a gram of protein per day. Now, those of us who are consistently lifting weight, we might want to go a bit higher than that. But if we're talking about the minimum, that's that one-to-one. I actually am landing at around, um, I do eat more protein in order to manage my appetite. And because I am lifting three times a week and I also am teaching uh, fitness classes as well. Although when I teach and coach, certainly I'm not demonstrating and doing as many exercises as my students and clients are. But I do, I have found that the optimal amount of protein for me seems to run around 90 grams a day. And there's lots of different calculators. I use fitday.com and when I enter in what I'm eating, it will tell me exactly what I'm eating in grams. And I do break that up into three different meals. Now I am um, an actor and a choreographer, so sometimes I have rehearsals and shows at night. If that's the case, sometimes I will only eat two meals a day. I'll eat breakfast and a late lunch and I won't eat dinner. You may know of this as intermittent fasting, and there is more evidence and more studies being done that do show that it is safe and effective. I don't find that the concept of eating six small meals a day works for me at all. One of the reasons why is that I am a compulsive overeater. Every meal I eat, to a certain extent, I'm taking the tiger by the tail. I'm going into Uh, a situation where what I do find is that eating itself actually stimulates my appetite, which is not all that unusual. And there are explanations for that biological process. So I am not going to eat as many meals as some do. Certainly it is your choice and you do have the freedom to decide how many meals you are going to break your nutrition program into. But so the foundation is protein for me. And so it's going to be around 30 grams at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So when I say one protein, that would be my 30, 30, 30. Next comes fat. And so the fats that I'm going to be using are um, grass-fed butter, olive oil, um, ghee. If I use bacon, I might use uh, the bacon drippings. I'm not always going to use bacon and you don't have to. But generally, none of the oils that I'm going to use are going to be vegetable oils or even really seed oils. The process for extracting um, oil from vegetables and seeds is, we won't go deeply into that process today, but I'm going to stick to natural fats. So that is going to be more like things like butter and olive oil. Um, I'm going to be eating avocados, which is, uh, and remember the avocados and olives are a fruit. The olive is a fruit. The avocado is a fruit, so that's a fruit oil. So pretty much my go-to oils, butter, olive oil. Oh, and of course, coconut oil. Everybody's friend, coconut oil. So there's the fat. And the olive oil is what I'm going to be using for my salad dressing. 
Now let's talk about our carbohydrates on Sugar Freedom, on the Sugar Strike, which is the, it is the most restricted part of the nutrition plan. Our carbohydrates are going to come from vegetables, mostly vegetables that grow above the ground with the addition of some onions, some garlic, and some carrots. So there you have it. It's very, very simple. A protein, a fat, and a vegetable at breakfast. So yes, I am eating vegetables at breakfast. A protein, a fat, a salad at lunch. And you can always add another uh, cooked vegetable if you want more food, if you're hungry. And then at dinner, a protein, a salad, a cooked vegetable, or two cooked vegetables. The extras are simply salsa and bone broth. I like the salsa to add flavor and uh, a little bit different texture. I very often will use avocados as a condiment, but of course avocado would be one of your fats. And then um, the bone broth is in case you get hungry or if you get cravings, cravings and if your sodium gets, get low, gets low. If you're following Sugar Freedom as a vegetarian, then you can simply use vegetable broth as well. So there you have it. That is the very simple breakdown to what you're going to be eating. One of the one of the challenges of getting results on a nutrition and exercise program is adherence. To adhere is to stick, sticking to the program. Probably one of my most important tools for adherence on sugar freedom is if you find yourself getting a craving, go ahead and eat more freedom foods. I actually would would suggest first is that say you've established your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner, but you still feel hungry. I want to urge and invite you to have some bone broth or vegetable broth. Wait 10 minutes, and if you still feel hungry, go back and eat some more freedom food, which would be your protein, your fat, and your vegetables. The, the biggest issue that I have is if I get hungry between meals, I usually don't. If I'm on track, I usually don't. But sometimes if I've had a stressful event during the day, that will make me want to go and eat. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, uh, my son's car wouldn't start. And so I called uh, the mechanic and found out that we won't be able, he won't be able to see the car for a couple of days. So that means I'm going to have to drive my son to school and all of that. And I have to tell him that Noah's car is not going to be working and that's going to disappoint him. And so that's going to elevate stress for me. When I found that out, it was between meals and I wanted to eat. Now I'm going to go ahead and lay it on the line. Unfortunately, I chose to eat cheese at that point. Now cheese is a freedom food, but it's not a lean food for me. And uh, I was a little bit disappointed with myself that I reached for the cheese. So today I am making the commitment that if I find that I am peckish or stressed and I want to eat between meals, I'm going to try to do something like one of my besties, which is something I will describe later, or do um, a mood elevator, which is a deep breath and raising my head over my shoulders and doing a big smile rather than reaching for cheese. I'm going to try to adhere and do a little bit better. And yet, you know, I really didn't fail because cheese is still a freedom food. It just not it just wasn't one of the ideal foods that I had selected for today. So I encourage you to use the concept of adherence 
But the concept of adherence isn't to say that you have to be perfect or you're failed. No, it's just simply another tool to keep us to the kind of behaviors that are going to allow us to use body fat for fuel. Because that is the goal. And as I want to say during this challenge that we're doing right now, let's use fat. So let's use the body fat that we have for energy. And the way that we access that is, of course, to keep insulin low and eat an appropriate amount of food so that at some point we've gone ahead and emptied the tummy and it's time for the body to use body fat for fuel. I will probably do a podcast where I talk a little bit more about the science of how fat gets used, how to use body fat. For today, we're talking about keeping it simple and getting stronger and leaner with a simple solution. So now let's move on to the exercise. The simplest solution for exercise in my personal and professional experience is to get familiar with and to learn the seven exercises that I'm going to give you now. Those exercises are the squat, the push-up or chest press, Romanian deadlift, dumbbell row or some kind of row to train the back, the bicep curl, the tricep extension, and the calf raise. So these are seven lifts that we can combine in order to make training programs that are going to get us stronger for the total body. As we get more sophisticated in our lifts, yes, there are single leg lifts that we can do. There's single arm work that we can do. There are all kinds of other things we can do, but I really do want us to become familiar with and become really to master these movements before we move on. And then the, another element of our training is what I call besties. <laughs> and that's how I do interval training. And what I'm doing is 10 counts of work matched with 10 counts of rest or 10 seconds of work matched with 10 seconds of rest. And what that does is it, it moves us and it can challenge us physically, but it keeps it, it keeps it within the realm of whether we're still, where we're still going to be able to enjoy the exercise. If you're familiar with Tabata training, that's 20 seconds of all out work followed by 10 seconds of rest. Incredibly effective. But for me, I find it is a little bit a little bit too strenuous and I do find that very often with Tabata I'm having to mentally push myself a little bit too hard and the enjoyment is gone. I do believe from my experience that we can train in such a way that we can still enjoy the movement that we're doing and get wonderful results and truly stimulate the body uh, to use fat and to build lean tissue without it being, you know, just a burden and a drag. We do not want to raise our chronic stress level by adding a fitness routine that we don't enjoy and that is too much of a burden on the body and on the psyche. So those are the things that I want to share with you today in terms of the practical nutrition strategies and practical training strategies. But I do want to leave you with this concept of I'm 53 this year, I'm going to be turning 54 and my husband and I have one son and uh, he's driving now. Next year he's going to be a senior in high school and I've come to the realization that for so many years I have been chasing improvement in my appearance in order to have more confidence to feel better about myself, to go out and do the things that I want to do and love to do. 
I've always loved to sing and dance and act. And as a woman in this field, in the field of entertainment and in the field of performing arts, theater and film and television, I've always understood that the better I looked, the more work I would get. And in our current society, in order to look better, very often the goal is to get thinner and thinner and thinner. And what I have come to realize is that my pursuit of extreme thinness very often has backfired. The very pursuit of trying to get skinny has actually just made me hungry and burdened me with feelings of failure. At 54, well, 53 going on 54, I realize that it is time to let go of this mission to be thin. A few months ago, back in January, there was a scandal involving the board of the Miss America pageant. It was found that board members were mocking contestants for their weight and their behavior. What I realized is that if the board of the Miss America pageant is mocking Miss Americas and finalists in the Miss America pageant, what does that say about standards of beauty in our country? And what it says to me is that, for heaven's sake, if, if Miss America isn't good enough and isn't pretty enough and isn't thin enough, then I think I can let go of this pursuit because certainly if she's not good enough, then Catherine Best Gordon at five foot one and 53 years old is never, ever, ever going to be able to match these expectations that we see. One of the board members had been the head of the William Morris Agency, which has been one of the most powerful talent agencies in Hollywood. And I finally made the connection that what I was pursuing was absurd. And so if there's no way that I personally am going to be able to match these standards of beauty, what am I going to do instead? And I realize that it truly is time for me to commit to eating and exercising in order to be able to do more good things rather than eating and exercising in order to have good looks that conform to the expectations of the contemporary media. And so if you are working with me and if you're listening to this podcast, I do hope that you will take some time to think about what is the kind of health and fitness level that you want to have in order to do more good things rather than in order to conform to expectations that we may quite frankly physically not be able to match. And so I will leave you with those ideas and encourage you to go ahead and uh, go to katherinetraining.com, see what the latest blog is, see what the latest exercises are. I also want to encourage you, if you will, go to YouTube and Google Sugar Freedom and find my channel and subscribe to it because this is where there will be, there are video demonstrations of simple cooking and then also video demonstrations of these exercises, which are these simple seven lifts that I believe are the foundation for making us stronger as we go on, no matter what age you are, whether you're in your teens, 
50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond, that these are the foundational lifts that can keep us getting stronger for life. Thank you so much for listening. This is Catherine Best Gordon from sugarfreedom.com, katherinetraining.com, and thank you for listening to the Sugar Freedom Show. Bye bye, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.